0: With handle art to scar trolls and charge tolls to cross world your bandits are catacombs of giant doors. Protect the chest stores and stores legendary items with the dragon bones and iron. It's ore. a grand theft of milk scrolls, Simons Questler, toe and earl, rocking shoes to every clue, Easter eggs and gaming news. The police need some bad dudes to crash a crew like bandicoot. all shit of game and English, and control the shoes.
1: In English Control Issues Yes, yes, y'all
0: Yes, y'all, yes, Yes, y'all
1: Well, this is Control Issues I am the AMC
0: And this is a dub You can find us at Control-Issues.com You can also go to your podcast provider Whoever that may be Look for Control Issues Download Control Issues Subscribe to it Rate it, review it Five stars Also, go to Twitter my control issues is the handle and head on over to twitch.tv slash control issues pod where we put up gameplay videos for your viewing pleasure amc how are you living
1: well it's been two weeks Had had a little hiatus a little quick hiatus but we're back again um yeah feeling great um as i as i mentioned to you i have not been getting the greatest sleep for the past two weeks but i am just powering through drinking all the coffee in the world when I go into work on Tuesday and Wednesday, I'm pretty sure I drink about like three cups of coffee. Jesus. just just running on fuel all day of coffee. So um, you're one of those guys now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, other than that, uh, also mentioned watch watch that Ronnie Chang's stand up special that was l- looking way forward to as I saw that that was on its way, and um, yeah, just loving the the closer in it and how it just sums up just all of our opinions about just criticism (laughs) when it it comes from the the internet and a lot of these communities in specific with this show the the gaming community and people who have never done shit but have strong opinions about shit (laughs) it's just absolutely hilarious yeah um how about yourself how you been oh man
0: just hanging in there started the new gig you know it's a it's a further commute, but once I'm proficient at what I need to be doing, be working from home again, got my second screen, my new laptop, just getting used to the way things go, making sure I do all the things I'm being tasked with and trying to keep it on point. Uh, got to pay these taxes sooner or later. <laughs> so that's not, that's not something I'm looking forward to. You an
1: extension? What is it? Due this Tuesday? Or?
0: I think... But Monday's the 11th, right? So I yeah. think it's... I read somewhere that it was the 18th, so I think a week from Monday, uh, okay. but it's probably due Friday.
1: Who knows? Uh, okay, yeah. We'll I, I, I just got it done last week, so... Yeah, I got oh, I was in your boat.
0: <laughs> I gotta put in my my crypto. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> see what that's gonna do to my already massive liability. Yeah, I'm so mad about that, but whatever, Uh I'm not going to get into the nuts and bolts of it. It's unfortunate for me this year, but, you know, I kind of twisted it around for what's to come next year. And aside from that, got a a higher paying job, so I'll be able to take care of it. Yeah, man, just, you know, chilling out. It's really settled into this apartment. It's really a home now. Like, I'm looking around. I like what I'm seeing. I'm in a routine, like, just laying on the couch. Dope-ass TV. Just getting my game on, enjoying myself, and you know, popping out, getting a drink every so often, staying out way too late, more often than I should. So just thinking about trying to get back on top of things, you know, I got, I got pulled away. Games always find a way to, to worm their way back into my daily life, but I gotta, I gotta push them out again and get back on the grind.
1: Yes, sir. All right. Well, those games that you were just speaking of that were, you know, Knocking you off your balance or at least your focus will say what have you been gaming on
0: well for some reason uh I decided to pick up Diablo 3 again nice. <laughs> nice. you you know the itch <laughs> when it gets in you it just has like hey, let me just let me just start a character it's, you know it, I think it took me one day which was like a handful of hours to go from zero to paragon and then as I happened across this build with the wizard where it's just all about energy twisters. And I never really paid into that particular that particular uh, move. So when I found this, I found this legendary that was like, you shoot your disintegrate and it causes an energy twister every second. And I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And then I got another legendary that was like, reduces the cost of the disintegrate beam by 65%. So I'm, I'm just leaning on the beam Spending no energy, so I'm like, okay. So I can put the Aquila on, keep that plus 50% damage above 90% resource. So okay, got that going. Then I got something that was like uh, Energy Twister gets 300% bonus damage, and Twisters shooting a straight line. It's like okay. So now it's like focus. I can direct where the wind goes. Then I got another thing that was like Energy Twisters do another 400% damage. And they can gather into bigger twisters. And <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> this is getting nuts. So yeah, by by the time I was done with this build, well, not necessarily done, but by the time I got it to Torment 16, which is typically where I i throw the tally and I'm like, okay, got the Torment 16 comfortably. I can run these greater rifts, I can run regular rifts, I can do bounties. I'm just decimating everything in seconds. I was doing multiple trillions of points of damage with these energy twisters. I, at one time I did see like more than 2,500 billion points of damage pop out of something. I was like, okay, we got this shit. Uh, yeah. Been playing that. Uh, I put a little more Gran Turismo on because, um, you know, some things have been happening with that game and it, it's just been a while since I cut it on because, you know, they're, the the elephant in the room the the elden the elden Fent in the room has <laughs> been sucking all the oxygen out so I decided to give Gran Turismo some time and yeah man just rock solid mechanics cars feel different once you once you get comfortable with the rules and the physics and you're really pushing things to the limit you know upgrading things correctly which I wasn't doing I think I ruined the Camaro and I gotta I gotta get a new body on it because I, I got too many weight reductions and the power is too much for the weight of the car. So I got to get the weight back right on that. And then I got like, a, like, it was a dope Camaro. So I was feeling bad, like, damn, I fucked this car up. But I had a stock Camaro that was around the same year. And I just upgraded that gradually until, until I understood, like, okay, let me get the stuff that I can toggle, the kind of bolt-on stuff first. And then if I still need more power or performance, then I can start making the permanent upgrades to the engine and the and the body insofar as the weight reductions. And sure enough, it, the big difference was um, the transmission, which gave me the kind of performance I needed both in speed and acceleration as well as deceleration and cornering. So yeah, man, now I'm starting to get into a pattern of winning in Gran Turismo as the, as the performance level rises up. Having a good time there. Got stuck on some Porsches. I think I have a build that works now. It's just I can't make it through a race without a catastrophic spin out. But hey, you got to get it together. So I'm gonna get it together. Uh, play some more Elden Ring. I think I'm getting close to the end. I'm in um the the mountaintop of the giants, and it's I I've, from what I've read and what I've seen, people are saying that like there's not much game left after that. I got the I got another missing half of a medallion that'll give me access to a, an optional area that is supposed to be the home of the toughest boss in the game uh, granted a boss that you don't have to take on however i'm gonna take her on because i gotta get that badge of honor i gotta let i gotta let people know who i'm is and then um, yeah man other than that just really enjoying it going back and exploring areas and You know, trying to go back to low-level areas, build my confidence up, feel good by just stomping out (laughs) these weak-ass enemies that used to give me trouble back in the day because the current enemies that I'm facing are just absurd. I had a boss fight. The boss summoned two spirits that also fought with him, and he is a beast. I summoned my one spirit. We took his two spirits out. And then it was just me and my spirit going just unloading everything imaginable on this boss and it it only took three tries. I saw people you know basically saying like oh this this guy's super tough, I hate him and I can see why because there's not really much room to squeeze your attacks in. He has incredible range it gives you frostbite, has lightning damage it's just A nightmare of a boss but somehow me and my mimic tier, we got it done I don't have to worry about it anymore I can move on so yeah I'm looking forward to uh, you know possibly finishing Elden Ring at some point hopefully you know it doesn't take too long I can knock it out and then I can start digging back through my backlog and was that it I think that was about it for me i bought moving out on your recommendation it was on sale for like six bucks i'm still waiting for control ultimate edition to fall below 10 bucks hint hint 505 sony let's get it together you got the spring sale going on i'm trying to get that 75 percent off y'all know what it is i'm not you're not gonna get me to pay full price for a game y'all should have gave me that free upgrade for so let's get it together fellas yeah i'm i'm calling it out yeah Yeah, so there's that but amc
1: what have you been playing yes um yeah as you mentioned i've been playing a new game but i'll start with an old game i've been playing a little bit more the solo game that is castlevania symphony of the night putting a couple hours there schedule has not been permitting me to play as often as i would like but i'm in the second half and what i will comment on that part is so i'm in the inverted castle which is basically the game you play it's like new game plus even though it's still part of the game but you're just playing through it all upside down like literally everything like the candles are are burning upside down shit didn't make sense but it's just happening that way um but it's it's absolutely awesome, and because it 's upside down, I have the map, <laughs> and so I can just look at the map and know where I need to go to fight fight these new bosses and what 's cool about it is, as I said, it's feels like new game plus because it's uh the same map design just inverted, but there's all these new items in it as well, and um yeah, and they're just adding a whole new level to the action at this point I have Alucard, which is the uh, protagonist, Dracula's son, It's I have his family's shield and I had the shield rod. And so with the shield rod, the thing that happened is if you push, it's, it's not explained to you. It's one of those things you just figure out. If you push the shield button and the uh, shield rod at the same time, um, it then does a special attack or like, a sp- or it gives you a, a special buff. And with each shield, it gives you a different buff. So you, you try all the different shields out to just, you know, to see what you get added to your character and with card Shield, it gives me the ability to. I can literally just use it as a battering ram and just run through enemies. And what's great is, as I'm running through those enemies, blocking all their attacks, I'm getting health like regenerated. <laughs> so, like, and so yeah, it's just like I I kick I, I kick it off, hit the two buttons, it goes through. It's like you know, it's like special effects, and then I literally, like in a boss battle, just started charging him with my shield. And it was just like numbers 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 as well i'm green numbers are also going off which is health so it's like numbers health numbers health numbers health and the boss just dies so it's kind of cool i'm like literally just running through the second half of the game which is like a great way to re-experience a game while also feel feeling like you're still playing it um like as as part as like the of the main mission or the uh, the main quest design uh and so yeah i'm absolutely loving this game um would like to have beat it by now but you know i'll probably have it done by next week other than that been playing a little bit a little bit of a moving out that is the new game playing with marissa um, it's a game that we've been meaning to play for a while but we had some other stuff coming up we played we started Towerfall, got into it but you know Moving out was just sitting there in the backlog and Marissa was like, we we got to give it a shot. Um, This is based on our love for overcooked. And we knew that they were kind of, it, it was kind of like a spiritual successor or at least like um, had taken inspiration from overcooked. And so because of that, we wanted to play moving out. And if you play overcooked, it's basically that, but you're just, you're movers and you're helping people move from your house. And so the objective is to, they they let you know everything that needs to be moved within the house. And you have this moving truck outside, and you have to get everything to that moving truck. And that right there is the... Um is I guess the puzzle solving much like uh, Overcooked like you have the task but then you have like the setup of the level and so this one it's, it's a house so there's certain things like alright so uh, certain things you can move just one person at a time but then there's things like a couch or, or a bed where it requires two people and you'll have you know narrow hallways so you have to maneuver your way through those hallways there are L-shaped couches and so you're trying to maneuver the L-shaped couch through some of the hallways so that, that requires like some coordination then you also you have the ability to throw items which works really well um because what's good is um each level have bonus objectives and um one of them is like you can't break shit but that's not always the case and so if you have the option to break stuff like we've done things like throwing a bed through a window (laughs) to get it outside the house faster um there's one where you have to keep all the um the items that you're moving uh dry and the key there is dry because there's a pool and the moving, uh, the moving truck is on the outs is on the other side of the pool outside of the house. <laughs> and so you can either go completely around, which is a longer route. And then you'll probably end up not beating the, the time objective, but you, or you can throw things across it. So like if there are two people, you can grab each side of the pool of the uh, bed, throw that across the pool. If there's like, say like a heavy ass refri- uh, refrigerator, you, two people you can toss it across so that takes a little bit of coordination but all those things come into play when you're trying to you know beat the level as fast as possible and as i mentioned there are bonus objectives to every single level so it gives a lot of replayability on top of um what's available there and what i like so far is that i know it overcooked at some point there were there was like a star like a star tier like I don't know if it's like the four stars, stars it's like oh this can't be done without four people um, it seems like moving out is made for two people and uh, you can't play four people but we haven't had any issues like unlocking everything getting all like the highest tiers and all the bonus objectives with just two people so yeah. that yeah yeah <laughs> we'll see if they, they add in that new game plus but um, yeah it has everything there and it's just a different type of puzzle solving but all the coordination that you love from overcooked right there and moving out but dub we got two weeks of news so let's get right into these topics of the week topics of Of the the week week. dub you want to lead off
0: yeah i got i got kind of a, a double header here we got um the official release of unreal 5 yes that is right the engine that that promises to change the way that we develop games, the, the quality of games that we're able to develop. It's finally out in the wild. If you were looking for a leap from PS4 to PS5, we'll strap yourself in because you're about to hit Blast Off, baby. Yes, two years after Epic Games revealed Unreal 5 with the gorgeous tech demo, the next-gen games engine is officially available. Alongside, it was released with a playable shooter entitled Lira, So, go check that out. Uh, Unreal 5 is Epic's latest in the line of game engines available to game developers big and small, while the release of a new game engine isn't typically news that excites folks. Well, until video games start getting made with them. <laughs> 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 Epic, <laughs> Epic revealed Unreal 5 with the Epic demo. Uh, they also had that Matrix demo that looks damn near like a movie. And we've seen a lot of A lot of hints at what Unreal is going to be capable of. Well, now we're going to see the proof in the pudding because it's out there and the games will be soon to follow. AMC, how do you feel about this?
1: I'm hoping good things. I know that we'd um, follow up to... Story that we had done two weeks ago. We know that CD Projekt Red said that they'll be developing the next Witcher game on Unreal Engine Five. Um, so there seems to be a lot of promise um, with that. We I know that we know that Sony uh, invested a little bit in Epic, um, and so there's just a lot of promise here. And I think uh, the industry has taken notice. So I, I can't wait to see what impact that will have on you know the future of developing development when it comes to you know. Current gen now uh, games and to see how far it can push these things and um, we know that CD Projekt Red said that they were working with uh, Epic to um, you know really like get their open world um, really fleshed out and like push to the as far as the limits can be with these uh, consoles and so knowing that um, they're working in collaboration um, there's just so many minds are going into this uh, engine and I can't wait to see what comes out on the other end. Well, you
0: you might not have to wait long, and you might not have to wait for much, because we got an announcement of another game in the works on Unreal 5, a brand new Tomb Raider. (laughs) Yes. Oh, man. So, yeah, I mean, Tomb Raider, uh, the, what was it, the reboot? I think it came out. I don't even remember when it came out, but when it came out, it was a good day because it was the the revitalization of the franchise and the the reimagining of Lara Croft that she properly deserved from the days of the poly- polygonal booty shorts to now just full three D unbelievable just visuals and graphics. I have I actually have the entire trilogy Tomb Raider the reboot the Rise of the Tomb Raider and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. So I still need to play Shadow, but the the Tomb Raider reboot, as well as Rise of the Tomb Raider were outstanding experiences. It's a very unique take on the treasure hunter genre of games. It's a franchise that stands toe to toe with Uncharted while giving you something very different and very unique. Yeah, honestly, I prefer Tomb Raider over Uncharted. That's just me I'm not trying to start war. Get out of here with that fanboy shit. But yeah, man. <laughs> it This, I mean, the Tomb Raider trilogy that's currently available by way of the reboot already looks absolutely stunning and amazing. So I can only imagine it, it's going to be borderline film quality on Unreal 5. I mean, we've seen plenty of games on Unreal 5. We know what it's capable of, and we know that it's going to be a, a growing, evolving tool set For developers to utilize so this is some good news we're also seeing that it's you know we're getting into the current gen only development so that's also a good indicator of what's going on with the release of this engine AMC are you going to be getting into Tomb Raider
1: nah uh, I mean never say never maybe they release a trailer and I'm like damn this Unreal Engine 5 Tomb Raider is taking it to another world Uh yeah, um, but yeah, you know, I didn't get into the last, um, you know, the reboots, uh, the the last trilogy. You know, I didn't even get into the original Tomb Raider, to be honest. Um, like the movies, I played that top down one with you for a little bit. That was That was a good time. Yes. It's like the curse of osiris or something on those lines something like that uh, <laughs> a little twin sticker <laughs> yeah uh that was fun um uh, but yeah i just never never really got into the world of Lara croft but i always respected her from uh from a distance and yeah it's good to see that they're gonna keep you know they're gonna keep bringing that character back because as far as like you know not to get uh but with all the the criticisms of female lead characters, the undue criticism. Um, it seems like Laura Croft has always kind of gotten her respect from the gaming community. She hasn't had to she's I guess she already earned it. But um yeah. And so I think that's it's a good character to to keep around as far as legacy characters go. And um so, yeah, I'm happy to see that that's still going on. And as I said, if if they, they put out a trailer, a gameplay trailer, and it, it's, it seems like it's going in a direction that I might have to jump on, then, I, hey, I might be getting into Tomb Raider for the first time.
0: Well, she was kind of grandmothered into the the whole situation when she hit the stage with those polygonal boobs and the booty shorts. Yeah. Well, like, Give the boys what they want, <laughs> and you can get serious. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. But yeah, that. So that's definitely something to look forward to. We're getting these Unreal 5 games. We got a new Witcher coming. We got a new Tomb Raider coming. And we got whatever awaits on the horizon for third party development with the use of this new and improved engine. Uh, 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 AMC, what's our next topic of the week? Oh, topic of, topic of, of the week. week.
1: Let's go right into a big one, A dub. This one happened last week. We have an update, do. This is uh, it had been rumored as PlayStation Spartacus, <laughs> I believe, <laughs> um, and this was by some by some people who were putting out the prophecy. This is going to be PlayStation's answer to Game Pass, <laughs> um, and yeah. So, but and then there were the rumors the week prior from I believe Jason Schreier saying that hey, Sony's going to announce this thing next week, and lo and behold, they end up announcing it. As we know now, it is. Basically, the new look PlayStation Plus, taken straight from the PlayStation blog, PlayStation Plus, and PlayStation Now come together. Players can choose from three flexible options, 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 so many Jeez. options, services and options, options and services. Uh, let's see here. We got, we, got, we got the different tiers, A-Dub. That first tier. PlayStation Plus Essential. This is the current package, as you can see, that we currently deal with when it comes to PlayStation Plus. Uh, it will still remain $60 a year, 9 dollars $9 a month, $24.99 quarterly. Mm-hmm. This will provide you the same benefits of PlayStation Plus members getting today, two monthly downloadable games, exclusive mm-hmm. discounts, cloud storage for saved games, online multiplayer, there are no changes to the existing PS Plus members' tiers in, in this tier. Okay, then we got the the middle tier, a dub. This is what this is where we now start getting into. Is this is this an answer to Game Pass? All right, uh, PlayStation Plus Extra provides all the benefits of the central tier, adds a catalog of up to four hundred of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games, including blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studios catalog and third party partners. Let's see, uh, this this one is going to cost you. This is going to run you about fourteen ninety nine a month. Nine ninety nine quarterly or a hundred bucks yearly. It's gonna so, run, yeah. It's gonna <laughs> run, yeah. Um, so the notable thing here, PS4 and PS5 games. So um, if you're wondering about anything earlier, we are not there quite yet, A because we have that god tier, mm. that that premium tier. <sighs> That PlayStation Plus premium. So this one provides all the benefits from the essential and extra tiers, adds up to 340 additional games, including PS3 games available via cloud streaming. Mm. The catalog of beloved classic games available in both streaming and download. There we go. Options from the original PlayStation PS2 and PSP. Don't forget, don't forget about your handhold handheld boy. Oh yeah.
0: Uh, still supporting.
1: <laughs> still supporting. Let's see. Offers cloud streaming access for original PlayStation, PS2, PSP, PS4 games offered in that extra and premium tiers market, where PlayStation Now is currently available. Blah. Uh, time limited game trials will also be available. Oh, so you were wondering what happened to to demos and things along those lines? Well, now you have time limited game trials offered on this tier. A dub. Look, look at that. And this yeah, one is supposed to
0: be a free feature. PS4. Uh, uh, <laughs>
1: Let's see. So in this guide tier, this will run you $17.99 monthly, $49.99 quarterly, or $119.99 annually. <sighs> so that, that was a mouthful, A dub. They did not really get into all the details as far as all the games that we can expect from you know the older generations. Um But um, at a glance, what what are your thoughts on a personal level? Is this, you know, neither one of us had PS Now? Is this something that interests you? And just from an outside perspective, as far as like interest, how do you think people are going to take to this?
0: Well, you know, I'm enjoying the fact that if you like your PS Plus, you can keep your PS Plus. So this doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect anybody who doesn't want to get all these extras. You still pay the same price. You still get the same access. You still get roughly the same awards. I think it's like one less monthly downloadable game, and people are going to throw a hissy fit about that until they get over it. And it's like, they're free games. Get out of here. Uh (laughs) in in so far as, you know, does this interest me personally? Not really. I'm the type of person that buys the games I want. So if I don't have the game I want, I'll just go out and get it. I'm not going to pay you monthly to have access to something that I can just pay one probably reasonably low fee at this point in time and just get that shit. And in so far as will people be interested? I mean, there's always people clamoring <laughs> in every comment section about how they, they want to get their backwards compatibility, games, preservation, uh, when are they going to give me PS3 games? Well, you know, you pay that one twenty every year, don't get yourself a whole bunch of PS3 games. I mean, it's granted, you know, wish it could be native emulation or native backward compatibility of some sort, but this is what you got. This is what they offer. Uh, yeah man i mean honestly i think it is a strong offering because they're gonna have their first party games on there and sony first party games not only are they numerous but they are quality they are some of the most classic and iconic titles around so now having access to that i mean granted this is just this is largely ps now being rolled into ps plus but at least it's all in one place you have these three different tiers so you can You can pick what you want. You don't have to pay for multiple services, so that simplifies things for some consumers, even though some people suggest that it just makes it even more confusing, but it doesn't. And um, I also like that Sony is going the extra mile where uh, I believe people who already have subscriptions to PS Plus still just have that converted to whatever amount of time for PlayStation Plus Premium. So some of y'all could look forward to that nothing changes for you you keep it moving so you know uh it's it's cool it's it's simplified it doesn't do anything for me it totally will have its market of people who subscribe and who support it there will definitely be a large market of people who are indifferent or or hate it in fact, we got a handful of those for you a little later. Ugh amc how do you feel about it
1: yeah it's um kind of the same boat i i never got into playstation now um and you know the people who like thought this was supposed to be an answer for game pass is clearly is not because knowing that as sony said they have no intentions of doing day day one releases on on any of these tiers (laughs) released on any of these tiers so with that um that that takes it out of, you know, trying to be a direct competitor because that is kind of the that is pretty much the selling point of Game Pass. Um and Is it the-
0: or is it not like the library and the, the ever evolving catalog of titles that you get access to for the one low, low price of whatever the fuck they charge a month, quarter or a year? <laughs>
1: I mean that's the backbone. That's the backbone of it, but I would say that the selling point is oh, I could get Forza day one, or I could get Halo day one without having to pay sixty bucks.
0: Awesome. I cannot buy you games.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think that's what it really comes down to. Cause that's what yeah, that was the immediate reaction. Um,
0: so, so if it, the catalog is the backbone and the day one exclusives of light are like the gizzards.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's just like it's that's what it's you know what it is, it's the uh it's the skin on the fried chicken. Oh, <laughs> like yes. it's like like people people love the skin. I mean, the substance is all in the meat, but then, I mean, you know, Cartman just eating the skin. <laughs> that's that's, that's that, that that those are the people who don't want to pay for video games. Like I just want the chicken skin. Yeah. Like, um, Incredible I, I must say. <laughs> so, I just, like,
0: uh, and not only do I just want the chicken skin, but I want everybody's chicken skin. <laughs>
1: how do i just say we are back sorry yeah. lost, lost my sound again what were you yeah. saying hey
0: well i will say that you know sony is in the business of selling games so day one release exclusives weren't going to be in the cards if you hyped yourself up on that or preemptively set up the the doom scroll of disappointment that you wanted people to endure by suggesting that was even a possibility. Well, you did that to yourself. It's, yeah, man, it's, it's a middle ground where it's like, yeah, you're not getting the day one exclusives, but at some point, their exclusives will be on the service. They says something to the degree of that, of games like God of War and Death Stranding and Miles Morales. And you know those kind of titles, those are going to appear on the service. So there will be exclusives. You're just not getting them day one. And if having them immediately so you don't have to buy them was the thing, then like, are you really in this to support? Are you really in it for the games? Or are you just in it to save some money?
1: Yeah. Um, let's see a couple other notable things. Um So the things that you can nitpick, obviously, would be the PS3 being only cloud that means they're, yeah. they're, they're still just working that shit out <laughs> they're, yeah. they're just looking at that generation just like they have monkeys just like looking through like my uh, microphone uh, magnifying glasses at like this fucking console just trying to understand this architecture <laughs> and, and what they did like what did you do it's so advanced <laughs> yeah um, so yeah they're, they're still trying to figure that shit out it was um, yeah you know but it's there and who knows it's it's still like not something that you rule out because i know people are like oh so this is now their solution it's like no they're still working on it and there's still always a possibility that like somewhere along this generation they're like hey we now figured out ps3 <laughs> and here yeah. you go you can now download it and yeah. um and then i guess the other thing of criticism is that this is i guess people now look at it as so i guess this is sony's solution to backwards compatibility Um, whereas, you know, with, with Xbox, you can, you can play all your games on your Xbox and even your games enhanced on them. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's still, it's an option. And as we said, it's, you're getting access to hundreds of video games. So I know you're like, well, I have my cup, I have my, you know, my handful of games that I would like to go back and play again, but it's like, well, now you can have 400 of those of those games from from the past and i think that would be
0: 340 if you pony up a little more your sony pony up a little more
1: (laughs) yeah and um i mean one like who am i to say like um old games aren't interesting enough to go back to as i'm playing a game that came out in 1997 so there's definitely some gems that are there for people to go back and play i i do like this way of revamping it it does put a little more respect on um what was ps now because there were like you know i always heard that they were like just when i'd hear the numbers i I believe it'd be like 30 million or whatever subscribers so there's still a ton of people who are using ps now as it was but it just was something that you know that sony kind of just kept in the background like whereas like you know microsoft really like pushes game pass and so i feel like with this um it puts a little more respect on it and then I'm assuming that we'll eventually have some other announcement, which will then go into detail of all the games that you can expect to see on that. And I think when that comes out, that will be that next wave of uh every excitement. I know a lot of people are like, oh, like it seems like Sony just kind of just rolled this out very lightly. And it's like, yeah, that's intentional. Like you, you first let people know, especially when it's getting leaked and rumored every day. Like you might as well just say, Yeah, we're doing that thing. And then you have the big announcement, which is all the games that you can expect on it. And I think when that comes out, that would definitely, um, for, the, for the naysayers, that might pull a couple over to really consider this as a, a possible option of subscribing to. So yeah, I I think um, that's the big one. Because as we said, games are king. And once we know the games that are on there, that's going to change a lot of opinions.
0: If those first 10 games are just like, boom, boom, <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> It's over. Yeah. <laughs> well, it w- it would be over in a realistic sense, but there are a lot of people out there that are
1: unrealistic. <laughs>
0: we got troll of the week, troll, troll of, the week. of the week,
1: troll of the week, troll of the week, week, troll troll of the week, 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 week.
0: All right, these trolls are coming sideways at PS Plus Essential. PS Plus, extra... What, what are these names? A- <laughs> P- P- PS Plus with a biscuit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that two piece?
0: PS Plus with a with a large beverage. <laughs> extra hash brown. Yeah, All I, right, feel first.
1: They, I feel like they kind of fucked up because they could have done like, just taken straight up from My Hero Academia and done like Plus Ultra. <laughs> yeah,
0: that would be crazy. <laughs> especially, you know, owning Funimation and Crunchyroll.
1: Yes. Oh, and man.
0: crunchy rolling them together as one hybrid anime service yeah
1: speaking of if they had and that's it's definitely something that they could do if they rolled that into one of these tiers that would totally make it a little more enticing for me if they're just like and I'll, also you get crunchy roll with this tier i might i might buy it a day. If, you they throw, go.
0: if they throw it in with that essential <laughs> oh, excuse me not essential if they throw it in with that premium that would be the move yeah like shit i might do that yeah. <laughs> first troll says meh, nah, Microsoft's is better. Yeah. Because this is to compete with Microsoft. It's not to just streamline their offerings and give people the games that they've been looking for all in one place. Next Joel says, no day one releases, it appears. Xbox fans rejoice now. Yeah. <laughs> rejoice because Sony is not offering day one releases. Like, that, aren't, aren't you guys all about pro-consumer <laughs> That's the most anti-consumer thing ever But anyway Next show says So still no real backwards compatibility Trash company <laughs>
1: Trash. Trash company
0: <laughs> Got PS4 Backward compatibility with all but like Eight games that nobody plays <laughs> <laughs> Got PS1 through PS1, PS2 And PSP You could download the games and got PS3, you can stream the games. <laughs> they, they out here, they trying. Next troll says, About what I suspected, it was never going to challenge Game Pass.
1: That's what it's all about, it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, from, like you were noting when we were going through all the tiers, we don't even know what games are being offered yet, other than the PS5 titles that they told us would make an appearance on the service. So, for all we know, they can release that Kraken. For all we know, they could just bring the heat just title after title. I think people really underestimate how deep and extensive the Sony first party catalog is. Like, I don't know, man. Extra and essential might be setting the world on fire if they just if that list isn't just deep, <laughs> it could be it won't be over for Game Pass, but it's it's like Sony will have a sony will have a convincing service
1: i would say too like we don't know the release window of those first party games like of the current current gen first party games so you think about like something with um like disney plus at this point if you want to see like you want to be part of the conversation you go to the movie theater but if you're like ah, i'm good i can wait two three months then you start to see those movie those Marvel movies on Disney Plus shortly after. And Still so that waiting is waiting for No Way Home. Yeah. And so oh well that's a that's a Sony movie. So you might end up waiting for a while, unfortunately. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Um <laughs> that yeah that is the problem with that. But um anyways uh so yeah with with that like if they were to be like our first party offerings they might not be day one, but they come out say like two months. Like they've done the math and they're like, you get the bulk of your sales within those first two months for the people who want to be part of that conversation. And then after that, we could then, you know, take funnel this group of people over to this essential tier. And so we're getting their money every month and, but they're just not buying it day one. Um, And then they'll get it like two months after release, something like that. That's another option where you could then make that even more viable for the people who are the, uh, I'll I'll wait for a discount. I'm not paying 70 bucks. Those people might just roll right into that subscription tier, and then Sony will be getting their money no matter what. (laughs) Exactly. No
0: matter what you do, you're paying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Next show says, Xbox rules. PlayStation sucks. Phil is God. (laughs) Oh, money bags Phil just buying studios and publishers, yet like what, what became of Halo Infinite? I think people just completely, not. I'm not going to say forgot about it. People clearly <laughs> haven't forgot about it because they're still talking about it. But I mean, it came out, it didn't have the features people wanted it launched. They're going to be on like season two, bringing that, bringing that stuff together. It still delivered in the areas that it presented, but it's like Halo Infinite was supposed to be the, the end-all be-all. Xbox exclusive, this is going to set the world on fire. The, the world is, is is still here. So, Nick Stroll says, without day one exclusives being part of the package, it's dead on arrival. <laughs> Always the dead on arrival, folks. Like, okay, dude. when is When has anything that has been proclaimed to be dead on arrival actually been dead on arrival? <laughs> I don't recall anything that died when it arrived. I don't recall a game that sold zero copies. I don't recall a console that just didn't sell. Like even the Xbox One when it was announced, like, oh, it's dead on arrival. they fixed it and they launched it. And it still did okay in the last generation. And now they're bouncing back with the Xbox series of consoles. What was it? Days Gone, the dead on arrival. Ghost of but dead, dead on arrival. On arrival. <laughs> Good Gran Turismo Seven, dead dead on
1: arrival. arrival.
0: <laughs> Doing fine. <laughs> Still waiting on the MPD numbers. I'm. I would be surprised if it's anything less than the top five. But we'll see. Who knows? I could be wrong. But it's not dead on arrival. Playing Gran Turismo, playing Horizon, playing Elden Ring. I mean, there there were people that were saying that Elden Ring was dead on arrival. <laughs> it's just another Souls game. Okay, that's what everybody wanted, and that's what everyone bought. 12 million plus on arrival. Last troll says, Game Pass just won. Won what? (laughs) Like I said, still not seeing a spike in Game Pass subscriptions. Like people were waiting on the edge of their seats to see what Sony does to decide which service they were gonna go with. It's like, yo, if you were gonna get Game Pass, you'd have got Game Pass and we don't see people suddenly flocking to it. So if they won, it's like the most hollow victory I've ever seen. Because Sony's bringing their games in a more accessible means of an easier to discern single place, single price means to the market. And you know what? That's good for them. They're streamlining, you know, they might get more people to sign up because of this. I know personally I'm not a fan of recurring bills you know I pay for PS Plus so I'm not gonna pay for Xbox Live I I pay for a couple of streaming services so I'm not gonna pay for all the streaming services sharing the passwords Bezos if you're thinking about messing up what I got going on with my immediate family you may have to think twice so yeah man it's 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 a competition in so far as trying to get consumer dollars, but it's not a competition in that. Oh well, they have this, so we gotta have this. It's like, yo, just appreciate having additional options and choose what works best for you and enjoy yourselves. Why is that so hard? You got chokin' of the week. Chokin' of the week. Chokin' of the week. Chokin' of the week. Week, week,
1: week, week, week. Week, 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 week. Can I do a quick follow-up here? Absolutely. Um, so we're, we're already discussing ps plus so we had the ps plus april games announced we can quickly run through these yes we i could have got... troll of the week on that i forgot <laughs> <laughs> i mean this one i was actually happy about but i know motherfuckers are interested in cards and roguelikes yes. so let's see ps plus games we have hood outlaws and legends uh, uh, this is a co-op <laughs> pve pvp e v f <laughs> All the letters. <laughs> All the letters. Put your um,
0: spoon in the soup. See if you can make a word.
1: Yeah. And this is takes place in the world of, as you can guess, Robin Hood. There is also SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom, Rehydrated, which is people the, were
0: excited about that.
1: Yeah, which is the remake of an old SpongeBob game that people were excited about. And then there was the game that A dub I am excited about that I have already added to my library that is slay the spire um do you want you want to speak on this game as the uh the resident roguelike aficionado uh
0: i can't because although i was excited about it although it looked incredibly unique excellent art style i you know checked out the video review especially recently not in connection with uh being offered on plus but just out of curiosity because uh, People every so often they decide to talk about it, and it's like, Oh, let me check out that game again, you know, see if it's time for me to pull the trigger. And you know, my interest got peaked recently, now it's being offered, so you know, that's pretty good. I'm gonna add that to my library. I don't have much to say about it because I don't know much about it and I don't have any experience with it, so you know, I'm not gonna embarrass myself like that. Uh, (laughs) Do you have anything to add about Slay the Spire?
1: I mean, uh, there was a period where like there's like one day i just kind of got an urge to play a roguelike and the th- the beauty with roguelikes is it's like i i want a roguelike but i want it like this and <laughs> that will be out there or if it's like i want a roguelike with Turn based combat, where well, you got those options. Well, I want mm-hmm. roguelike, that's like a 2D platformer. You got those options. So on and so forth. I want a first person shooting roguelike. Well, those are out there too. I um, want a roguelike rum traveling down river and stopping at little <laughs> islands
0: and getting, <laughs> getting resources with my dog. <laughs> trying to battle the elements <laughs> and snake bites.
1: Got roguelike for that.
0: Man, so, yeah. Flame in the Flood, people need to get that. I'm sorry. I will never stop recommending Flame in the Flood. It is such a it's such an inventive and cool little game. It offers a decent challenge. It's it's very grounded and focused on what it's doing. I think it's executed well. It's plenty of content. And yeah, man. It's it'll take you a minute to get all the way downstream, but it's worth it.
1: Um, yes. And this one is a card battler, which I've had um every now and then I just with that the x-men game that still hasn't come out i just have an itch to play like a card battling style of game and roguelike i feel like is just a perfect blend of that there's also a steamroll i think steamroll heist was a card battler and um so yeah this was one of the games that was highly recommended when i just did a search for roguelike and card battler um and so with that like just seeing that this is a deck builder uh and that in that gameplay mechanic it's it was like right up my alley. And then I watched, you know, just watched a trailer or two just to see what I was getting into. And it immediately was like, all right, I'm putting this in. It's going on my games that I need to play as far as like that list of that list of games that I keep going, building. And yeah, and I'm they gave it to us with PS Plus, which is absolutely awesome. So I, I can't wait to get into that. And that's like, think they
0: finally fixed the issue with PS Plus games, where if you download them, then now you're also offered the ability to purchase them.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: Yes, yeah, before you download them and then you didn't have the option to purchase them. It's like, well, I want to buy the game. I don't want to have to only play it when I have PS Plus. So I believe people have that option. You got that flexibility if you want to get off of that, that, that annual subscription fee.
1: Oh, and something new that we also saw is we saw a removal. So they announced within the... uh the the april offerings of ps plus that there's actually um you have a last chance opportunity to download persona 5 from the ps plus collection yes which which came as news to people because they're like oh games can come off of the playstation plus collection um and so yeah be sure to do that you have until may 11th that's when persona 5 will be leaving this is obviously a third party game so maybe that is something to just be aware of that those third part third party offerings will not always be there um the assumption is the first party games will probably stay there and they'll just keep building in that way um do you have anything here a uh, seems like Sl- slay the spire is the game that has your interest of these offerings
0: yeah that's definitely the only game that has my interest a strong interest so i'll be adding that to my library i also made sure to add persona 5 to my library although i have no intent on playing it i just think it would be a good idea to have it on deck if the itch ever needs to
1: be scratched, uh, so good, so many hours, but so good. <laughs>
0: yeah, the, the, I'm, I'm going on your recommendation, man. Yeah. I, you know, it's, I'm not looking forward to that time commitment. As I sit here with over 120 hours of Elden Ring under my belt, yes. <laughs> So it's, it's not as if the time isn't there. So, yeah, Persona Five Loud it is one of the greatest JRPGs of all time. There's no reason why I shouldn't want to play it. So. I got that access.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, what else you got a dub in the next topic of the week? Top topic of, of the, the week. week.
0: Got a little good news for the AMC. Rogue Legacy 2. Mm. It's leaving early access, and it has gotten not only a new trailer, but also a release date, date, date. date, date. Uh, not to keep you in suspense, it will be launching on April 28th. However, there are caveats. Uh, one being, the only one being, <laughs> it will launch on Xbox as a console exclusive. Uh, this is a timed Situation. Eventually, it'll make its way over to PlayStation. It's just you're going to have to wait a little longer. Uh, when talking to Door Games, they noted that our goal for Rogue Legacy 2 was always to make Rogue Legacy 3 because we didn't want to settle for just more. It had to stay true to the original, but also stand on its own as something new. After nearly four years of development, bringing, t- bringing it to the fans is the final step in this long journey, and we hope they find it as special as we do. Uh Rogue Legacy 2. It's boasting what are referred to as a 2.5D art style. I'm looking at the trailer and I really don't see the the 2.5D-ness, but hey, maybe I just don't know enough about that term. However, it does look gorgeous. It it definitely looks like a significant improvement over the original. It's bringing new weapons, classes, abilities, and biome options. You can also use the new heirlooms to permanently earn new abilities. Additional accessibility options are also promised. AMC, am I going to see you streaming this? Am I going to see the end of Rogue Legacy on Twitch?
1: I mean, I think it has to happen. I absolutely love the... uh that last one a A dub and i just having our our play sessions (laughs) going back and forth a perfect pass the sticks game because the runs weren't at least in the beginning weren't too long but um they had that perfect that perfect um feeling of progression where you are replaying but you're getting that gold you're taking it back and then you're adding to you're, you're making your purchases building up your your was it that that family tree yeah. <laughs> foundation yes. and uh your options uh, along that path to you know give you better options as you go in for the next run and um yeah it was just the perfect gameplay loop like it was if you if you find somebody and they're just shitting on, you know, roguelikes, it's there are a couple of games that you could recommend and be like, "Here, try this one and then come back to me if you're still bitching afterwards." Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of those ones, like this Hades and a couple others. Um, and actually Into the breach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, and so yeah, with uh Rogue Legacy, absolutely awesome. Um, yeah, can't wait to play this one. I I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be playing it cuz I remember all the good feelings and if they if they have uh, you know that next level of whatever the Hokage is in this one, I will be yes. absolutely happy. <laughs> what
0: about that that next level of the dragon?
1: Yeah, I know, well, the, yeah, that'd be awesome. But just thinking like, because Naruto was like, I guess, popular around that time, and so to see like if they take anything from one of the the newer animes that are out right now <laughs> and work that into the game, that would be absolutely awesome.
0: Have that, have that Boruto.
1: Yes. <laughs> have that, have that sharinga. Yeah, the, the Byaku guy. That
0: Yaku guy. See <laughs> you can see things in other rooms before you get there. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that would be crazy. Yeah. yeah, man. What you got for us in the next topic of the
1: week? Topic of, of, of the, the week. week. Uh let's see. Um, you know, we had discussed this uh in our previous episode. You had mentioned that, you know, some of the original developers from was it LucasArts. we're we're working on new titles i forgot the name of that game that you had mentioned um and i then went off to say like oh i i didn't play that game but i played all these other games one of the games i had rattled off that i loved by lucas was monkey island a dub the secret of monkey island and monkey island 2 and well a dub this week the year of dreams continues a dub because we got we got news that there is a Return to Monkey Island in, in the works, say dev. Wow. So, yeah. Um, so this coming by way of PC Gamer later this year with the all new game appropriately t- entitled Return to Monkey Island, headed up by the original series creator, Ron Gilbert. Hell yeah. So we got we got OG talent heading this. Yes. Uh, let's see. So Ron That Gil- vision,
0: that creativity.
1: Yes. Uh, we got Ron Gilbert. His studio will be terrible toy box studios in collaboration with devolver digital and lucasfilm games uh the legendary studio label that was resurrected by disney in early 2021 so this is kind of also an extension of you know that new look disney from a uh games publishing standpoint there was that old look disney that was basically ea disney <laughs> where they, they're basically just outsourcing all of their shit to, to ea um then just, they just make it and
0: make my money back <laughs>
1: yeah uh and then yeah you see um you see them kind of branch out you see the success of spider-man with um was it sucker punch or no insomniac and yeah. then um yeah and then you see them you know break the exclusivity deal with ea and we now know that there are that there are star wars games coming out from multiple developers Uh, along with david cage uh. um and yeah this is also an extension of that in that we're seeing a revitalization of um you know some of the the traditional point and click adventures that we that we knew and loved as kids and so yeah i i cannot wait they gave us a little bit of a trailer of monkey island we didn't really get to see any of the gameplay there but hopefully it will be an absolute throwback to everything that we loved and the best part of this is this is coming out this year. So they've been I working can. on it <laughs> Um, and clearly they were able to get it done, I guess. And I don't know I, who knows how long this has been in the works because they said the studios revitalized in 2021. So I doubt that they've only been <sighs> developing this game for a year, but it, it shows that, that at least they had some vision before they made it official. Um, and Um, So I, I am excited. A dub um, just from an outside perspective, I don't think you played monkey Island, but just seeing I did not. any thoughts.
0: Your man came to the table with a solid idea and Devolver and Lucas was like, yeah, let's finish this off, right? Uh, Devolver, once again, stepping in with their unflinching eye for just amazing talent and product.
1: It's the people's uh, champ.
0: <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Just, they, are, they are single-handedly going to be responsible for the legitimization of indie games in the eyes of the common gamer. Mm-hmm. I I guarantee you that. But... So far as Monkey Island, I mean, I'll have to see it and see if it's, for me, I mean, with Devolver behind it, that's definitely a push in the right direction with it being a classic, iconic franchise with that AMC seal of approval, that, that right-hand of God approval. I'm more inclined to give it a chance or at least just look deep enough into it. and be like, oh, You know, it's pretty cool, just not for me. So we'll see. It's on my radar. I appreciate you bringing it to my attention. Yes, sir. What yes. else you got, do? In the topic of the week, top top topic, topic of, of the, the week. week, I got a, I, I got a pretty, pretty juicy one, AFC. I got mm-hmm. something that uh, we both would enjoy significantly. I got, I got a big old bag of nostalgia. I, got, I got a forty. I got a bowl.
1: Yes. <laughs> if, if
0: you know where I'm going with this, oh, I already do, Ado. Yes, Remedy and Rockstar announced that they are teaming up to make remakes for PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X of the iconic BAFTA award-winning franchise, Max Payne 1 and 2, The Fall of Max Payne. Damn. <laughs> yes, Damn. remakes, remakes. Yeah. <laughs> All man. To get a little more specific, it was a surprise announcement from Remedy that they're going to be working with Rockstar under a new publishing agreement. So hey, maybe Five Hundred Five is not involved. <laughs> they're going to be doing the first two Max Payne games. If you guys are aware, Rockstar published the original Max Payne One and Two. They were developed by Remedy. So this is this is getting back to basics. This is this is dusting off the blade, bringing out the whetstone, sharpening things up. Uh, The Max Payne remakes will be developed on Remedy's Northlight game engine. This is the same engine they use to develop Control as well as the upcoming Alan Wake 2. So if you're like me and you played the Living Daylights out of Control, got the Platinum, then you'll be pretty versed in not only what that engine is capable of, but also you'll get an idea of how it might be able to move how it might be able to feel to the touch however with rockstar involved and it being max Payne already having that existing template i'm sure that they're they're gonna make it feel like that and not so much not so much control but just if you can pull up any kind of gameplay videos of control and just see the sheer volume of mayhem and destruction that's going on with those outstanding visuals then you know what to expect uh this is ex this is an excellent opportunity for Max Payne to be reintroduced to the gaming world and to also you know bring the groundbreaking franchise into a whole new light with a proper representation with that polish. I mean, uh, just thinking about the times that we had, just me, you, knees, just playing, passing the sticks, with Max Payne 2, picking our favorite levels, picking different weapons, just going nuts, experimenting with those having physics. I really hope they... (laughs) They keep those habit physics because we need those silly, just body animations <laughs> of everything that's been going down. Whenever there's like explosions, or you catch a guy like mid dodge with a kill shot, and he rockets headfirst into a wall. <laughs> oh man, that the first kill in Max Payne too, when you get the pistol and you shoot the dude up against the up against the shelving, and like all the paper towels and stuff fall off. <laughs> There are so many iconic moments.
1: I'm gonna shoot I'm gonna shoot open so many bathroom doors. (laughs) Okay, get your Mark Wahlberg.
0: I mean it's also an opportunity for even some of the lesser elements of the franchise to be represented either properly or just in a manner that's more consistent with the overall product, like for instance the 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 nightmare scenes where you're you're going down the what is it? The thought lines, and you jump in between mm-hmm. the threads, and you try not to fall. Like <laughs> we just tried to rush through that stuff, and maybe they can make it cool and, and bring back that baby. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> and it, oh man, I really hope they keep all of just the iconic ambient NPC dialogue. When, <laughs> I remember, um, I remember there was when you're going through like the drug house, and there's a guy in the room he's just like
1: the flesh. It actually got that game got like wild. Once it got like to that like that that satanic part, like just things are just like what is happening with Max (laughs) Payne? Yeah, there there was so much going on, like the the, especially like with the cleaners,
0: Kaufman and the cleaners. They Mm -hmm. were they were discussing their lives as they were going through the buildings, like just cleaning up all the scenes and you know just really doing their jobs the one guy who was playing the piano and just killing it then you come out and you kill him (laughs) (laughs) oh man and who i mean geez we we get to see we get to see what bullet time's gonna look like again we get to see that modern bullet time and one thing to be grateful for current gen only pc ps5 xbox series x amc had please expound on your feelings and your thoughts about this. Cause I, I can talk for days about Max Payne. Oh, i plane is Mona mona sex.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, as you mentioned, like just so many hours, so many, like just drinking and watching and half passing out while the other person's playing at times, once it hits like around four in the morning, but waking up and still seeing that the action is happening. Um, just all that chaos, absolutely awesome, and yeah, this was it because this is, as you said, it's it's bullet time, and this is very much of that era. Like, I'm like I'm assuming like right after Matrix, when like bullet time was the thing, and you know, this was the game that like did it until pretty much until we played uh, that Path of Neo game. This is the game that held it down for that action. Also, you know, you don't see like dual wielding as often as you used to during this time like the ode to uh what is it uh john Woo with, the, with the doves and the spinning <laughs> shooting everybody around you um yes all of that um, <laughs> yeah boy yeah it's like it's all of that there um and just just that it's all there great character um incredible voice acting narration uh it's yeah it's that I, I don't think I've ever played as good of a noir game since then. I'm trying to think. Uh, like pain was just all that eating painkillers to get health. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Just <laughs> munching on him. Yeah, It just like so much throwing just, the like, bottles. Yeah, it, like just pain, like that. Just that first time I hear somebody go pain, <laughs> and, and just start unloading. Yeah, and yeah, and then like just. Shooting my uh, shooting my sniper rifle and uh, going into that bullet time like the sniper oh. elite before a sniper elite uh, right
0: into somebody's yeah. skull, and just carrying them off of <laughs> off the <laughs> edge.
1: Yeah, it's like you want like as you like we're saying like you want that bit of jank to stay there because that's what true uh, that's what's true the game, but then you also want it to take full advantage of this hardware, and so th- they do have an unenviable an unenviable task of like giving like the diehards what they want while also like you know bringing it up for a newer generation and so they have there's a lot of potential for this game and a lot of expectation i'll say (laughs) from my standpoint because i do want this to be a day one game like I, i want to be so excited um and you know from the convenience of my own home, like we could still do those nights now with through like just the streaming. I could Stream. hop on, <laughs> you could literally hand me the sticks with share play. Um, yeah. So there it's we could still live that live that life or live that relive that experience while reliving that experience of playing this game. Sipping
0: um, sipping my wine and my hard seltzers.
1: <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> with, with, with your with your dab <laughs> <Eating my edibles>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah so it's like it's a little bit of old and a little bit of new it's it's great um it's a definitely bring back a bring it back with a little grown man added to it and so yeah i absolutely love that they're doing this with one and two um Hopefully it eventually brings back Max Payne 3 because we got give we got to give Fat Max Payne his love. <laughs> I don't know another way to men say on it. Fire, pain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> men on Fire Payne. Yeah, on Fire Payne. Yeah, we got to give him his love. But I, I do like that they're leading with this because these are the OGs. This is what kicked it off. And yeah, it's, it's been so long since I've played these games that it will feel new and fresh when I hop back into it. So I, I cannot absolutely wait to play these games again.
0: I mean, it's it's the third person shooter that set the precedent for all third person shooters to follow back then, and even to this day with Max Payne three, it's. They, they, I, if I just have one wish, it is to preserve the utter nonsense power of that Desert Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was. I think that was the yeah. first time I was introduced to a Desert Eagle in a video game, and it did not disappoint at all. Just that. <laughs> The recoil thing <laughs> and, and that sound
1: just <laughs> Yeah I felt like the Desert Eagle Was it's like our version of What is it like uh dirty harry's was that Colt 45 or the fuck he had like yeah. his again like the desert eagle that, was our that our, jack nicholson
0: joker revolver
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that 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 was what would eventually become our desert eagle that the desert eagle i mean yeah beanie seagull rapping about the desert eagle it was a thing for a long period of time um, Desert
0: Eagle, who else but beanie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's uh it's so uh, yeah it, as you said like that not, not a lot of love given to the Desert Eagle um, As there it was During that period of time So I will ha- be happy to see that come back Into prominence from a video game space
0: We, <laughs> might, we might have to get a day Me, you, and knees get together <laughs> Oh, I, I, I am there <laughs> get, get, get some 40s yes. <laughs> Smoke a ball just, just bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> One night only. <laughs> I
1: mean go to A dubs, that new setup. Oh, um, that's We got options.
0: Yes, oh man. but well, let's get into our next topic of the week. Topic, the topic of, of the week. week.
1: Uh this could be a quick hit a dub. Um Capcom. Capcom said that they will be increasing the base salary of its employees by 30% in Japan. So that is absolutely awesome. Um, what is up with these big
0: pay increases that are sweeping across the gaming industry in Japan?
1: Um, yeah, I'll read this and we'll definitely discuss that. Capcom announced that it is raising the average employee salary at the company by 30% as well as introducing a new bonus structure tied to the overall company's business performance. So yeah, with that, with that, um, what you're with that thought that you just threw out there. I know I have heard, uh, and it's kind of funny. I have heard that there is kind of like a, definitely a, the opposite of a glut of talent (laughs) when it comes to video gaming right now, as far as like, they need a lot of experienced developers. And so from my understanding, a lot of publishers and whatnot, they're just locking down people. And that's why we saw when, you know, when Sony acquired, was it a destiny? They also were like, we are going to pay a shit ton so that nobody leaves in this acquisition, because people are. It's all about holding on to talent right now, um, and so I think that is that is definitely a part of it as far as like Capcom. And also, we've seen this with Capcom, in particular, just just fire. Like everything that they've been putting out has just been killing it, mm-hmm. and so I think this is this is their way of retaining all those people that have just been contributing and to the point that they're kind of tying it to the success of the company, which is, you know, that is one thing that um, we've been seeing a lot more of is um, ownership from the employee within the company uh, and seeing this recognition and this uh, incentive structure there is, is a way of saying like, yeah, we, we want to show you that like if our games are doing well, it's because of you and you should see some, some more added rewards on top of that. Um the thing that i found funny with it what I was saying is that i have noticed in games media that if there's a company that people don't like, <laughs> like uh, like Ubisoft or whatever, like they'll be like, oh, they're having trouble like hiring employees, yada yada. But whereas you're seeing like just a lot of companies are having trouble right now, like just holding on to experienced people. Like people are leaving, starting their own studios and things along those lines. But it's just a, a thing for games media. It's like, well, we'll see that if there's somebody that we don't like, then we're gonna report it as like people are just leaving like willy nilly because they hate that company or it's like there's just they're in demand. And so they are, this is, this is just one, uh, you know, just countrywide or maybe even around the world, there's just a a demand for people to come back to work. Um, And so they're just paying more for the people who, you know, during that great resignation to get them back into the, uh, the workforce and we're seeing it, especially in the video gaming space and that as far as like talent, just trying to retain talent.
0: You know, I completely forgot that Capcom has just been setting the world on fire with their releases. I mean, Monster Hunter, killing it ever since Monster Hunter World. Uh, Resident Evil 7, 8, killing it. <laughs> just, what, what else do they have going on?
1: I mean, they always have Devil May Cry.
0: They, uh, to Devil May it. Cry, Remake 2, Remake 3 got yeah, remade they, four in the works
1: <laughs> i'm trying to think i know they had a, another game recently that like killed it but yeah they just everything that they've put out has just been gold as of late and so yeah it's with monster hunter rise monster hunter world like the switch version of games like holding up as strong as like the playstation versions like um it's just it's incredible um and I absolutely you know i love that they're that they're just taking advantage of that and acknowledging it and Doing everything possible to maintain that momentum.
0: Yeah, Namco, Bandai did the same thing so, uh, uh, on the heels of the success of Elden Ring. Yes, yes, sir. And a lot of people were involved with making that the project and the success that it is. So the least you could do is kick back a little cash. <laughs> 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 so yeah, this is good. Hopefully we see this continue to circulate. Actually, we kind of do in this, in this next quick hit. Um, Activision Blizzard. They're converting all their QA to full-time employees. Mm-hmm. Eh, that's it. Something,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Get them benefits.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you go. You go sit there. Get your get your carpal tunnel. Get your get your sore. You sore back. Maybe get a lower lumbar pillow.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I know that that was like definitely a thing. Like when I had looked at like just like the possibility of working in QA. Uh, a lot of times it was like part time. It was one part time and your hours could be anything. So, so I was like, do you, do you enjoy working like evenings? Cause a lot of times that would be the case and then um, not full-time. And so it's nice to see that they are, you know, on the heels of being uh, investigated. They yeah. are, they are. And um, you know, even reports about unionization within Activision uh, that they're, they're, they're taking moves and measures to uh, try to, you know, make their, workforce happy because i think every every company should be working hard to to make sure that the people who work for them are happy to show up every day <laughs> and settle in a lawsuit for 18 million dollars yeah
0: yeah <laughs> and pushing back diablo 3 i mean diablo 4 and overwatch 2 to 2023 or beyond
1: uh i cannot. not i mean i am at this point like the itch is there where i saw I'm not sure if it was like prematurely because I I believe we don't have a release date yet. But I saw on like iOS, like uh, you can set up like a whatever the version of pre-order is on the iOS uh, through the App Store for Diablo Immortal. And I was just sitting there. I was was like, I was like, am I playing Diablo Immortal? Like, is this is this what's going to scratch the itch until Diablo Four comes out? I I might have to do it.
0: (laughs) Hey, you might have to do that that Bluetooth with the with DualSense. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it, it might have to be what you do. Hey, Doug got a new phone, so maybe I can run it in that pristine quality. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna do mobile
1: gaming. You got, you got a 13?
0: Got that 13 Pro, pro yeah, pro, pro. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. But I don't, I don't do cell phone gaming. Gave it a shot back in its infancy. You know, every now and then I try out a cell phone game, and it hooks me for a little bit, and I'm just like, I can't keep that To myself, (laughs) so yeah, we got the employees. Got another couple quick hits. Returnal, it has won a prestigious BAFTA award for Mm. best game. It beat out Deathloop, Forza Horizon 5, Inscription, It Takes Two, and Ratchet and Clank, A Rift Apart. AMC, how do you feel about this?
1: Uh, great great to see them get that recognition um, yeah people who try to like poo it as like oh there's not enough story here well clearly somebody recognized like that it did have some good direction there and um, yeah and then people who wanted to shit on it just because it was a roguelike or they thought it was too difficult to i think um, when games get their recognition it it causes at least some people to be like oh maybe i'll give it a shot mm-hmm. and then for those who I've been basically saying like this game deserves like some type of like recognition it's good to see that there
0: yeah it totally deserves it it is an outstanding achievement by house mark and it's it, it's it, for me it was the best game of 2021 it's easily one of the best games of 2021 you know i didn't play everything i didn't play ratchet i didn't play death loop so don't know if those games are in fact better or if i enjoy them but Returnal, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's easily on my list of greatest games of all time. And I'm glad that you know some something like the BAFTAs also recognize it. Max Payne won, won a BAFTA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, lots of games. Hades won a BAFTA. So it's like they they clearly have a good eye for like the products, not the most popular ones. Not the ones that, you know, conform to what consumers believe a game should be, but just the games that are truly outstanding, both technically and creatively. So this is recognition of that achievement. It wholeheartedly deserves it. I'm happy about it. Maybe you go give it a chance now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many people got to tell you that the game is excellent before you, you try it out? So, whatever. Yeah, and then my next quick hit. Got my next quick, quick hit. hit. Where'd it go? Uh, this is some interesting information that you might appreciate coming from Rebecca Valentine over at IGN. Baldur's Gate 3 AMC. You know this has been in development over at Larian, the makers of Divinity Original Sin 1 and 2, these successfully crowdfunded games that went on to become two of the finest rpgs ever crafted by human hands with so many options so much freedom and such a stiff challenge that it, it's it's unbelievable fully voice acted uh talk to animals uh <laughs> 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 find if any kind of just completely unexpected ways to win combat i mean people people like carry around exploding barrels in their in their arsenal with with their strength characters just so they could throw it across the battlefield and just blow up a boss. It create chain reactions with spells and environmental hazards that cause tremendous damage. You can even if you find a chest that's locked and you can't unlock it, you can just take it with you. You can you can be an art thief and just take the paintings off the walls and sell them if you need money. Like Divinity is outrageous. So all that outrageousness, all that freedom is being applied to Baldur's Gate. We've been loosely following its development. However, we get an update from Larian where they hit a crossroads with the game. They had a choice to make AMC, and I think you're gonna like the results of this choice. But basically, what happened was the ambition and the scope of the game got so great that they either needed to A, scale it back, or B, triple the size of their studio. And you know what Larian chose, AMC?
1: We go big.
0: They're going big. (laughs) They were sparing no expense with Baldur's Gate 3. The headline reads, Baldur's Gate 3 was so huge, Larian chose to triple its size rather than shrink the game. Offering true player choice proved an enormous undertaking. Uh, so let me see. They said uh, there's split screen in Divinity already. The only thing was I never played it anymore because when I finish a game, I'm so sick and tired of looking at it. And so my partner said, you don't want to play it with me. So she played and she still really enjoyed it, but we never played a split screen. But the intention was this is what I would like to be able to play with someone. And so that's how that came to be. They're really just talking about how the features came together because that really had nothing to do with nothing. Let me see, I was trying to find some kind of Baldur's Gate 3 information. See, the let me see. Uh, there was a GDC talk, the many challenges of making Baldur's Gate 3. So that's something you can look up and try to figure out for yourself. Uh, see, there's a bolded comment here that says, you will often hear you have to give the illusion of choice. You really have to give actual choice to Otherwise, it doesn't matter. Larian, they give you actual choices. People live and die by the choices that you make. There are consequences, both immediate and far-reaching. Landscape changes. Uh, People's feelings toward you changes. Parties change. (laughs) A lot of things go down. So, I highly recommend if you're interested in Baldur's Gate, if you know nothing about Larian, get your hands on Divinity Original Sin 1 and 2, both did you beat part two or did you play it yet?
1: I never played two. Uh,
0: we both beat the first one. I beat the second one. And the second one is ridiculously hard. And I even I even had to look up how to finish the final battle because it was just like, once the, the bosses, yes, multiple, once the bosses finish with their turn, it's just like, well, if if I do this, I'm going to do about five percent of their of their health and damage, and I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like goddamn. Like everybody's on fire. Two people are knocked down. Somebody's charmed, <laughs> <laughs> and my and my only available character is stunned for two turns. Damn, like damn. that kind of shit. Yeah. So, uh, Larry, they are exceptional at bringing the D and D experience. To the video gaming space Baldur's Gate is going to be undoubtedly the greatest achievement ever so look out for that I know we are and yeah man hopefully we see that come along it's I believe it's been an early access people have had early access to it heard nothing but good things extensive character creators and just beautiful visuals outstanding gameplay last gameplay trailer we saw like there was even a moment where a character dipped their bow into a fire to give it a flame element in combat <laughs> that's like this this is what we do it's shooting arrows like over over raised terrain to hit enemies that that were out of the line of sight <laughs> doing that stealth like jumping and platforming in a tactical turn-based rpg it's, it's insane so yeah look forward to that amc you got anything else
1: uh two quick hits Breath of the Wild got delayed to 2023. Mm,
0: don't so, want to go up against Elden Ring for the yeah. game of the year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, so um, that's another game delayed to 2023. So 2023 now looking more and more stacked. Um, and then the other quick hit, Kingdom Hearts 4 has been announced, A-Dub. Okay. Um, I saw that
0: when I was when I was scrolling. And I was gonna mention it.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> neither mind, one of us really. I, I played like the first one, haven't played any since. I know that the waifus and the weebs are rejoicing right now. <laughs> the waifus and the weebs. <laughs> um Kingdom Hearts 3 came out in 2019 and this was announced at their 20th anniversary event there was also I think like a, a mobile game that was also announced that I'm sure people are creaming their pants over yes. but the big one is Kingdom Hearts 4 they did show some gameplay it does look pretty awesome looks outstanding. But yeah but once again just never a franchise I've been into and probably will not get yeah. into unless they just do something or I'm like holy shit I gotta play as up the movie not, not just up I gotta play as as Doug and I forgot the homie's name and and the Boy Scout and all that good stuff. They got yes. them all in there. Maybe I'm taking it.
0: I uh, have played and completed Kingdom Hearts one and two. E. Single has played and completed the trilogy. I, I know there's going to be one point of contention with fans because it looks like they got rid of the goofy shoes.
1: had uh, don't. don't had
0: a don't had a big Disney shoes anymore. <laughs>
1: Uh yeah, that's all I got, AW. That is also all I got.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean Kingdom Hearts 4. We'll we'll see what happens. It's if I'm if I'm gonna have any interest in four, that means I'm gonna have to play three and I have no interest in three. So I think I'm kind of done with my Kingdom Hearts Right? <laughs> it looks outstanding. Um I'm happy for the people that it most appeals to. And yeah, man, just more options, more things to play, more beloved franchises, more new hotness. The new new what's there to complain about yes sir all
1: right uh do you have any more stories before we get out of here
0: uh well i mean i will mention that grant turismo finally got that patch that we talked about where they they did some rebalancing with the with the in-game rewards they added some some races they added some tracks now,
1: is, it safe they, to, is it safe to come out and play now yeah
0: i i'm having a blast <laughs> <laughs> mention it in the in the what are you playing like i'm I'm on the the Porsche menu in the cafe, and I'm just trying to get these Porsches. i almost got one tuned the way I need to in order to win these races. I'm, I'm really liking the unique feel of the Porsche since the engine is in the rear. So it's it's a different balance, and there are just – I can drive a bit more aggressively because with the weight of the car in the rear instead of the front, I don't have to worry about the back end kicking out on me too much it stays pretty stable so i can whip around that track a little faster i mean i'm almost to the point where i feel like my main drive should be a porsche because i'm really in love with the way that they get around the track but you know i'm a lamborghini man for life gotta get that all-wheel drive gotta get that gotta get that mid-engine and yeah man, i learned a lot about how to upgrade and tune the cars effectively to get the performance i'm looking for and yeah man gran turismo it was it was fine. People just complaining to the high heavens. You know, whatever. That's the stuff they take seriously. And I would be remiss if I didn't take their gripe seriously. But at the same token, like, it's always online. You're always online anyway. You're complaining online. So just deal with it. Play the game. If you're worried about it being gone in a few years, how about play it for those years that it's available and then you don't have to worry about shit.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, you got any other quick hits? I'm fresh out, buddy. All right. You have any final words before we get out of here? I, I think
0: I hit it all. I mean, we, we covered uh, the whole gamut of news good news all around, <laughs> new mm-hmm. options, great recognition, things to look forward to, Blast from the past. <laughs> uh-huh. I, think, I think we got it, man. We, we backwards and forwards on it. We gave the people what they need. Now it's time for us.
1: This is control issues at m and And this is me. We are control issues. Thanks for the sucker. Sucker.